And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Hi. Who the fuck is that guy? Keep on knocking, but you can't come in. And these guys suck. I mean, I could do way better than that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Welcome to the Talking Bluntly Podcast with your hosts, Justin Keithley and me, old Greg Thomas. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the show. show. To the show. The show. Wow. UFC 284. Left us. Recap. Left us. Uh, it, was a, it was a little different, right? It was. Di- it literally hit differently than you had expected. Uh, the crowd, amazing. Number one. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Aussies Perth, over there. You were the fire. They yes. were on fire. Uh, you got some, I mean, finishes. Everything was pretty damn finishy until the uh, first and the last on the pay-per-view. But Exactly. I mean, uh, a it little. Was, it was like the, that crowd gets so fired up for a Australian fighter or someone from New Zealand or, what, or whatever it is. They would be so, like. And there was even points where it was kind of slow in a fight, and then they start chanting, and then boom. Oh, you just, just, all of a sudden, it would explode. And, I mean, we had some finishes. Perth was fire. I felt like it was fun. I hope they go back there again, because that stadium was real cool the way it was. It was all blue wherever there wasn't people. It was very cool. I liked it. No, and uh, now we started off, we had a... Uh, uh, it's called RAC Arena in Perth, Australia. That was fun. It was it was freaking great. It's a way, great way to kick off kind of like Super Bowl weekend sports yeah. wise. But I'm glad they did it on the 11th. You yeah, know, you already made the you pointed out the meme where it said the NFL is going all the way to Valentine's Day. Oh, Look yeah. out, you know. So it's gonna screw us over. Eventually. UFC is too. Now, and uh, first fight, Jimmy the Brute Crute, we had on this pay-per-view versus Alonzo Menafield. It was a fun fight. It was like a lot of back and forth. I had Menafield. Hey, the power of Menafield showed some stuff, but for sure after that first round, both guys were... Jimmy was dead legally for a second. (laughs) Uh, He got swiped across the chin. Yeah, I mean, leading up to that, you had, like, uh, Bukakis versus Tyson Pedro, another really cool fight. Yeah, Josh, like, there was a couple of nut shots before we got to that main card. And both guys who got the nut shots won. So, hey, maybe not the best fucking uh, strategy. Watch out for those dongers, gentlemen. Jeez, and one of the guys was from fucking Jamaica, so you know that was a goddamn lot. No, I'm just, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm super gay. Look out! But yeah, Jimmy the Brute Crew, Alonzo Menafield gets all the way. Alonzo Menafield loses a point. Oh yeah, in the third round because Jimmy is about to take him down, and there's absolutely no doubt, and it was an egregious kind of cage grab. That, but it was also the third time he had to tell him. So. Yeah, throughout the fight, there had been a few little cage grabs, and there had been a lot of things, but... They were both very uh, gassed. This was like, first round, fucking fireworks. Second round, both guys are kind of tired. Minifield connected on shots, that's probably why it was a draw, but it was just like, shit, dude. Like, Crute's like, no, I'm in Australia. I am not going to get defeated, and then... I mean, they literally felt like they brought him back to life, like Ultimate Warrior totally. style. Like, ah, oh, I started, but yeah. 
I mean, uh, it would be more like uh, Undertaker for crew. Because there's one point we all, like, everyone that was watching this fight at your house, it looked like there's a good chance crew might be asleep. He didn't have to do the setup like fucking Undertaker, but he was somehow back alive well, and on the top. the round was, ended, thankfully. Because yeah. if it would have had 10 more seconds, it, I, uh, yeah, I would have well, lost. Because that was in the second round where they kind of stopped all the action. The ref said, hey, Minifield, quit grabbing the the cage. That's a point off. And then he, it's so weird when they have to start him back off, like, you know, whenever we were kids watching a wrestling match in junior high, and one guy cheated, and they're like, okay, you got to start with your head right on his oh, ass yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And, like, the, the ref has to do that. And it's just like, okay, let's see what happens. But... I mean, Crute and him both kind of deserve. I mean, a, they they gas they got a majority draw. You don't see those a lot, exactly. Um, but yeah, great job, both gentlemen. Really kind of gave it all. Everybody kind of took an ass beating hey, in this one. Check it out. I believe that if you look at the very first. Oh, sorry, never mind. It's not true. First fight of the whole card went a split decision. So that's one somebody won. That would just be cool with the first card. First fight of the yeah. like prelims is a split draw, and then that first fight of the main event, they're like split draw. Sorry, I mean, yeah. As soon as the fight ended, you saw them when they were adding up the cards. Yeah, they were over there having like some real trouble. Some we haven't on. seen that where even Bruce Buffer. Well, there like, was hey, two. Uh, there was one that one time where they were literally doing the uh, math in the cage, like a few years ago. One of the worst. This we're like, what? Yeah. That don't make sense. Yeah, no, like Vegas called in the line, but oh, this that was one, on the Patty fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this one, uh, this one, it seemed appropriate. And Menafield again, if he wouldn't have had that lost point yeah. because of the egregious, you know, cage grab, he probably wins. Yeah, he if he, I mean, he might not have won a unanimous. Maybe it's a split decision. But it was a little bit of a crazy fight. Most of the fights on the main card were a little bit of like, what the hell? Because pretty decisive for the most part. Well, before it started, we got the Tyson Pedro versus Bukakis. And we're betting a dollar each with your friends that are here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Or, no, I think I bet on... I just took Pedro because the other guy was like, yeah, but Australia, yeah. But, man, Tyson Pedro's looked fucking scary his last three fights. So I'm like, oh, this is a good pick. But fucking, man. And he looks like his first name, Mr. Bukakis, is almost like modest mouth. Yeah, you know, like, he's like Modestus. He's like, Modestus Ma. And you're like, hey, are you a modest mouth fan? He's like, <laughs> if he's not, it. he should be. So, yeah, like, all the fights were, like, we talked about it before, like, about as far as them, like, throwing out a lot of hype about the card. But it ended up being very fun. No, it all came through. It was an exciting watch. But the second one we had was Justin Woo. Taffa versus Parker the Porker Porter. Man, uh, oh, like, his tats and we're just... It was a little bit of a weird situation. He had tattoo-wise going on. Well, but, it's also like we're doing the dollar fight thing. And I was like, I'm taking the guy I picked on the pod. I was like, Taffa looks like fucking a young Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt, so he's got it. We're in Australia. And basically, that's what happened. It's just he, he took shots and bam. He cleaned him up a minute and six seconds in. Yes. It was so two to the jaw. And, uh, yeah, he didn't know what had happened to him. That's how was, hard he got hit. It was one of those good walk-off ones where... Tafo was like, I don't even need to hit him again. Yeah, I don't he, need to stroke this dude another 80 brain cells short. Yeah, he, like, I don't like it whenever a big guy, like, it was obviously heavyweight because one of them was, 
looked like me if I tried to get to heavyweight. I think he was 5'9", so he's about my height. Whoa, Mr. Randy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was Parker Porter, which is like the worst name for a chunky pepe, pepe, guy, pepe, right? Parker Porter. Yeah. Yeah. Parker Porter. That's why he's a UFC fighter, because he got made up so God. bad. But whatever. But what? Justin Toffel with a walk-off, super impressive Dude. win. He and, took you know, shots, I, too, and did not even care. No, it, it had a Tui Mark Hunt feel to yes. it. Yes, and maybe he trains with Tui, which is which is great. Because Tui's in the crowd. I don't know how many shoeies he did. I'm sure it was a lot. And then there was even a guy on the prelims who was, like, calling for a shoe. Nobody oh, threw Oh, there was one. a guy that cooked this spinning dick kick oh, and then yeah. got the submission, so... Oh, yeah, we saw probably one of the worst low blows I've Like, a yeah. heel to Josh Kulibau. Yeah. Kulibau. Uh, the guy who's fighting is like a legit kickboxer, so that was just... <sighs> but, yeah. Uh, Mesalik Barasarin. Yeah, see, I wasn't even going to try that. See? Me either, You're but me. Uh, Kulibau pulled off a submission in that round. We're going to the... Because there was just like these fights before we get to the main event that were pretty exciting, and you got to see some mm. guys come back and win, so it was interesting. Everything was kind of back and forth. Everything... Nothing there was very seemed... few Australians or New Zealanders that lost. That's only sure. one. Oh man, don't talk about it yet. Well, two actually. No, I led two. Well, that was the one that. You... Oh wait, I talked you out of picking. That. Yeah, you <laughs> son of a. We'll get into that. But next one, Justin. Ooh boy, this one was fun, dude. We got to see uh, Jack Della Madonna, Ma... Madalena, Madalena versus Randy Brown, who is a like a very long fighter. It was kind of. Okay, what does he do against a guy who has a clear reach and reach height advantage? advantage? I mean, it was, you know, it was a lot of, like, touch and go there at first, but as soon as Jack got a chance, man, he cracks him, gets him in, gets on his back, and it's over. Rune naked choke, so I don't, I think Jack is a fun guy for that round, for sure. Yeah, no, for that weight class, he you should probably see a number potentially by his name. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Welter, there's a... Well, with uh, Leon beating Usman the way he did, it kind of like things unlock. I don't know about uh, Smash, if they're going to let him have a chance to... You know, the way he messed weight in that Diaz one, I don't know. Yeah. But without, even without him, there is a lot of fucking... Cool ass fights. What if he gets the winner uh, or the loser of Masvidal Burns? I mean, there's somebody. That's a fun there's one. still somebody like Luke that I think he'd have to fight. He called out Luke, so that would be fun. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. And uh, I mean, you he, have him, Stephen Thompson, perhaps. It doesn't say how old he is. I think it said like 31 when we were watching. I think he was it. 30. Yeah, which is fun. I like it. The what? I mean. I picked Randy Brown, I believe, on our pickums for this actual pod just because of the length advantage. But hey, that was no problem for him. Once he got in there, hey, good night, sir. Bye bye. I mean, it was a. I mean, he, something weird happened. He fucking hit him, yeah. and like he tripped and fell. Like his brain stopped. Yeah, he hit him weird. right in the neck, and like it stopped sending messages. And he did like a look what I can do, like click yeah. his heels, fall, trying to get away. And he just wrapped him up. And I mean, Melodonna, since he was either in the Dana White Contender Series or fighting for UFC, he is undefeated, and almost all of his victories are well. He has one decision on his. Last fight in the contender series, but everything else, yeah. he's taking pulls out in the first round. So, 
I mean, you know, you have to give him, uh, you got to give him his props. It looks like he's going to be headed. He'll definitely have a number by his name, I feel like. I hope he gets a cool top 10 fight. That would be great because they're like the top 10 of welterweight is stacked. I mean, if you throw Smash in there, which I don't know if they're going to try to put him against somebody who holds the title, maybe, but they, there's we'll that see. rumor with Whitaker. Would love to see that. Oh, dude, Whitaker's like, let's go, Smash. Mike. Yeah, no, that'd be. Uh, that's why Whitaker's like the best. He'll never go. Nah, I don't want the fight. Yeah, unless said, it's somebody that doesn't add up to him, like that's way lower. He's like, ah, now nah, I'm good on that. I might get a few W's, come back and see me. Well, whenever he was like, they were like, all right, you're gonna fight Yoel Ramirez. Like, all right, let's do it. All right, mate. And he's like the scariest 43 year old man of all time. Oh yeah, and I mean, God, insane still, but. Yeah, he's I mean, like 45 fighting for Bellator, so. It's insane. But, yeah, Jack Della Medina. I'm glad yeah. you did it because that is a hard last name, but a hell of a win for him, man, first it, round. Big, you know, again, in, in, in the home country, hopefully he'll uh, look like he'll probably be able to fight again soon if he wanted to, seeing as how yeah. he didn't take a uh, he could copious get a amount of damage. Real quick, for sure. So uh, yeah, next one it's uh, it's on you. The co-main event. I had to root for this fella because he is from Mexico, and he's also been one of our like lightly favorite guys since when we wanted him to fight Sabit all the way back then. We used to use him a lot on the UFC game. Well, this is for the interim featherweight title. He's going against the hard puncher Josh Emmett. You got Yair Rodriguez, and hey. He showed us all that. If he has to fight a guy that wants to take him down, you better watch out for submissions. And I'm going to throw fucked up strikes at you the entire time we're standing. So, I mean, this is uh, this is his lo- the last person he lost to was in 18, Jeremy Stevens. Exactly. One of those little guys who's going to be like, ah. Who can just throw. And, I mean, Yair was... Throwing just mid McRib kicks at him. I mean, he was doing damage. For sure. And he mixed it up. I mean, Josh Emmett did a good job with his power and making him respect mm-hmm. that he could put him out. And there was a few times where, you know, Yair got caught and it looked like it could it could be ended, but whew. You're not gonna like knock out a Mexico fighter without like getting on top of him and brutalizing him. If you knock him down and you don't capitalize on that there's a good chance he's gonna get back up and you know we saw it with moreno too better look out because yeah. it ain't boxing where you're like standing eight count one two so it's no, cool i liked um, it yair got in there he got second round submission by triangle choke well i mean we've seen him in ways where he kind of was throwing stuff up like submissions up even on max holloway and other guys who have taken him down so I mean, I think it sets up a good fight for Volkanovski coming off of the main event. I feel like it's a, it's one of those. It's not like he's fighting a guy he's fought three times. You know, he at least gets a new challenge. No, and that's a. It was super interesting. Again, he'll kind of have the same reach situation like he's yes. had with Holloway, like he uh, had tonight. Forty five or yeah, here is big. If he was able to like put on a little beef with a little bit of sauce, I'm sure he could find some. <laughs> Mexican tacos, just like Canelo <laughs> Alvarez. It would be eating. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? He's one of those guys that could go up and have some fun, too, just like uh, Volkanovski. No, absolutely. But <laughs> let's get to this. Eek. Oh, what a main event. Uh, Islam Great. Makashev versus 
Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. I don't think you could, like, even though Volk didn't win the decision, I don't feel like you can take uh, Volkanovsky off of that number one pound for pound. He showed that even against a heavier man, you ain't putting me out, brother. I'm I, right here the whole time. I mean, I'm sure he will drop down. I think down. it'll be one and two switch, but yeah. it would not be crazy for me if it was just like 1A or 1B. Right? Like, I feel like Volk showed us that, hey, he everything he said about this fight was true. He's like, he's not going to hold me down. It will be a striking battle. I feel like Islam just showed a little bit more on the feet than maybe... Even there were Volk thought would happen. There were a few times where Volk got caught being just super aggressive with those flying knees. Yes. And stuff like and you just saw man that Volk can take a fucking yeah. shot. Every time he took a shot from Islam, he would base, basically go, "All right, that was a good shot, mate, right, but yeah. I'm still here." And it's like I mean, you just, there was no way when you watch this fight, unless you're from, like, Dagestan or Russia, where you just didn't look at yeah. Volk and just be like, this guy is just a gamey, just a wild man. And I feel like with the judges, if every jo- judge went 48-47 unanimous for uh, Mr. Islam, okay, I'm fine. But you had a guy do 49-46. Where was that 10-8 round? Well, no, it's not because it's five rounds. Okay, so he had one so round he had where three he... to two. Okay, so but... that's a, yeah. It's it was three to two, and then it okay. was. I just it was such a good fight. It was like I'd love to see it ten more times because fucking Volk is game for anything. I mean, we knew that was going to be the case. That's why I picked him. He's just not. I didn't. There was a little time in the first round where Makashev had him. Yeah. Body triangle, neck crank. What happened in the third, too? There's a few spots. There was a, I mean, his hand fighting, his strength. Well, to be able to break his hands and stop a bunch of takedowns. The fourth round where Islam's on his back with the triangle, you got Volk throwing punches, laughing and talking to him, going, You ain't finishing me like that. You ain't. And you're just like, All right. I mean, he, like, he's the ultimate dog. It's hot. Like, we didn't want to root for him versus Holloway, but. He has solidified where it's hard not to. It's, like, it's yeah, no, it's one of those situations when when you're watching uh, somebody like um, Holloway, where you're sitting there and he's you know like freaking tab dancing and going there and just destroying guys. But yeah. this was a different level. This was so gutsy. This was somebody that's bigger than you. Somebody has this world class wrestling that nobody thinks they can beat. He's the only guy to get back up. That many times. Uh, I mean, you know, we had, there was five of us in the room that were super invested. I mean, I think a bulk of us, a bulk of us, a bulk of us uh-huh. felt like Volkanovski had done enough to get a decision. Um, mm, I felt like he could at least go draw to where you have another fight. Like, right I away, saw a but, draw, and I, you know, and the thing is, is like, it was I could so, also see how you said Volk won. I mean, it's possible. It was one of those fights where, again, I think he's going to go back down, fight Yair, maybe eventually get that Sterling drop, gum up big oh, fight. Yeah. Uh, for him, you know, maybe in the distant future, maybe at the end of this year or beginning next year. But I, mean, I think he there's said a ch- he wants to be active. He might fight Yair in like three months. There's Who a knows? chance if somehow, some way, 
Makashev loses somehow that he doesn't come back up and try to jump or maybe just give him a few more fights and then they they rebook this because it was it was not lopsided no. whatsoever. I feel like if I don't think Makachev loses his title. I feel like he runs through a few people and they're like, Oh man, the only challenge is that pound for pound number two dude who just ran through Yair and two other guys or whatever it is. Neither guy seems like their next fight will be a loss. I would not want to be the dude that has to fight Volkanox. Yeah, here. Oh, I, I love you out here. I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick you because you're from Mexico. But I don't, I don't, I don't like that choice. Sweating. But, I mean, yeah, he might get olives again. You know, or after Dari, he'll get the Darius uh, olives win. Or maybe just Poirier gets a shot. Oh, wait, hold on. What if, what if? Connor sparks Chandler in 14 seconds, and then it's Islam versus but Connor. That's so long away. I know it's I'm so saying long there'll be away. Another, they'll saying there'll be another fight between there. I hope. I'm saying yeah. I hope he's for, not sitting on the sideline that long. For, Either one of them. For Makashev, it's like all right. It's got to be probably the Fizev Gaethje winner. Oh, that would be a fun one. Yeah, what, you know, or Oliveira and. Who's uh, uh, Darius? Oh yeah, Oliver versus Darius is very fun too. So no, and I, I mean, who I knows? wanted to see him fight different people. I love Charlie Olives. If he fucks up Darius super fast, him getting a shot, okay, as long as it's not like that first fight. You know, I don't know, but for me, I only want to see him fight Volk like every time he fights because so far that is like it. Fe- you know what this feels like. The first Holloway fight, but opposite. Oh, I was thinking you were like, it feels like the first half. I'm sorry. No, it feels like, remember yeah. where everyone thought the the challenge, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, other way around. You're like, oh, dude, Holloway won that. Why has he got, yeah, kind of. It for feels sure. that way where it's just like, oh. But I, again, I don't want to see an immediate rematch. No. I want to see Volk go down. I want to see defend his title, defend, yeah. Get one sure. Each one of them, maybe this time, next year we're doing the same thing. Super Hell yeah. Bowl Sunday, we're getting a rematch. I like once we see how the pay per view buys are, if they're like through the roof, right by Connor and Khabib, yeah, this this fight will happen again for sure, probably right around Super Bowl time. Because like, like, that's the time to do it. Everybody's already yeah. kind of geared up for a sporting event. And they already have, like, you know, they got John Jones back. They have their big hitters. Even Connor will be back sometime this because year. Because football so. comes off the board here because we hey, got man, a Super you're Bowl tomorrow. XFL. <laughs> hey, Bobby Stu, about to take. I think they're the I, Dallas Renegades. Do you smell what the XFL? Did he do? I think he owns a USFL. Who? The Rock. No, no, it? he uh, owns the XFL. He helped buy it from Vince McMahon. You're fine. <laughs> that guy. But, uh, all right, so hold on. Like, we got, all right, real quick. XFL seems. Who's owned? Who, yeah. All right, St. Louis Battlehawks. Okay. Seattle like, Sea Dragons. All right. I like the that one. Arlington Renegades. Ah. The San Antonio Brahmas. Uh, the DC Defenders, okay. the Houston Roughnecks, the Vegas Vipers, and the Orlando Guardians. I thought we already had Guardians in Cleveland. Anyway, wow, Barry, wow. they're guarding the North Americas of I don't know. That's where. They're but those on are the, the XFL out for Magellan. <laughs> yeah, that is the teams for uh, XFL's first thing, which actually starts next week. I would actually be cool if there was another football that was like. 
like kind of like the G League for basketball, where they get a chance to shine and then maybe and that's they make kinda, it. You know? That's kind of what they're uh, they're doing here. Yeah, because you know the Rock, who's like, "Hey, man, I was playing behind Warren Sapp. You don't really get much playing time, even if you're yoked." You know, so like, I hope it works. But hey, head coach. Hey, Bobby Stoops of the oh, Marlins. Yeah, Bobby Renegades. Stoops. You better look out. Yeah, no, nah, hey, I'm ready to watch me some uh, some foosball. We'll talk. Welcome to this episode's installment of Shatter Chatter. Oh, hell yeah. Shatter Chatter. This one's like got a good name Lemon Lime Soda. Ooh. And it is a full spectrum CO2 oil and flour. Oh, yeah. Dude, these joints that they're getting to where it looks like somebody dipped it in like legit drugs and they're like, here. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. Just do this. You're like, all right. You well. just get high off your balls. Yeah. Shout out to the boys. A, it's a dose infused pre roll. Those yes. are the scariest ones. So yeah. I'm trying to see it, it. Oh, it was 46.8 on the THC. Nice. This one's terpenes are up there with terms you brought. This is 2.95. Way so. to be, guys. Thank you, the uh, gents over there at Good Meds. Yes. Out there in Piedmont, we appreciate you guys. I like how it says total equal oh, 50.3 nice. of just, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. I am so high. So I am good. violently high. Fantastic. We it appreciate is kind of violent you. after watching UFC. You're this high. You're like, oh, man. Where's my lunch? I got a Super Bowl after this. I got to like pay attention during the freaking commercials. Yeah, I got to get some. Oh, man. It's going to be insane. But no, appreciate yeah. you guys, all y'all out there growing uh, the uh, Lord's Shout medicine. out to the boys at Good Meds. Shout yes. out uh, Green Roots Wellness and shout out Green Doctor 420. Always doing the Lord's work and keeping us high. Thank you. God damn, what was in that shit, man? I never had no dope like that before in my life, man. That's the heaviest shit I ever smoked, man. I mean, I smoked a lot of shit before, man. But God damn, man, that's heavy shit. Smoke weed every day. Dude, I feel like all the weed we can get right now with a medical card is exactly what Cheech is talking about. Because uh, that one that we just read off, something that is 50.6 it's a, it's with a lot. THC and the Terps. Like, it's a lot, but it's, it's pretty it's great. It's almost too much. Almost. But well, almost does not count. It's just, yeah, because it's not hand grenades or horseshoes, but golly, it is almost... <laughs> Too uh, much, dude. If you're alone, if I was alone with that pre ball and just tried to smoke it, like driving back from the dispensary, how would I like pull over at a rest stop, blow a trucker, and be like, "Hey, I can go home now"? You know, it's <laughs> the gayest weed you've ever smoked. I oh, guess, dude. Weed always makes me. Gay. <laughs> no, it's just. This is what they worried much. about. Yeah. yeah, this is what all those Republicans. Well, because you know Piedmont's kind of out there, so there's it a is chance out there. there's no. A lot of street Keep on lights. trucking there, Keith. No, <laughs> you look up at the stars, you're like, whoa, the universe is crazy. And then Tank comes over and is like, hey, buddy. You're like, I like how you gave him a name. It makes him sound like he already has a huge dog. Like you're well, just- <laughs> I, I went with Tank because I'm thinking of like those big truckers that have the gas tank. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, nice. his name's Tank. He's Call like, me Tank. He's like, hey, are you a lot? Dude, you're well, like, no, but look at the moon. <laughs> just something <it's> stupid. <laughs> You know, they go, look out, guys, there's going to be a blood red moon. Or whatever, they just have these moon things. You're like, so many moons I didn't know like, about. Uh, so how many moons has there been? I heard of. They teach uh, me about all these moons. Right. It was full moon, uh, yeah, werewolf moon, or, you it was know. like quarter moons. It went in like, you know, remember nickel when, moon. 
was it uh was it Lost Boys whenever the <laughs> full moon but there's no no werewolf at all but the moon is a big part of that movie so it's like I know full moon, quarter moon, half moon, all that. But they're like, this is a blood moon. How did you it's, get so locked in on the moon right now? Because uh, I, like, here it is. This is why. Because <laughs> I have kids, and it's hilarious when you're outside in the dark, and they, like, point at stuff that you were fucking a little kid, and you go, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I literally told them what my friends and I said to each other. Oh, the moon's made out of cheese. There's a guy living up there. You know, just something stupid. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, it's made out of cheddar cheese. It's good. <laughs> Man, because remember the movies? Oh yeah, uh, I think it's like what is it, Holmgren and Cromit? It's like an old man and his dog, but it's that claymation shit. So it's a old like it takes forever to make those, kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas. But there's one where the moon is cheese, and the rest of my life I'm thinking like, man, I love cheddar cheese like scooped up on a cracker, dude. Right, dude, I do love I I I do love cheese. I'll give you that. Yeah, there's just something about cheese where it can change. (laughs) A cracker, right? Like, you got a cracker with ham? You've used cracker so much recently. It's offensive. That is offensive, right? Like, I hate when they call us that. It's like, hey, I'm good in chili. What the fuck, you know? You ever had peanut butter on me? Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) You ever had Nutella? Yeah. Half of me and some Nutella? I, uh. Uh, When we were kids, there was no Nutella. It was, you had to get your Jif. Get a scoop and put Hershey's chocolate for your milk on it and go, all right. See, I never I never put uh, syrup on a sandwich. No, I never did it on oh, a sandwich. Okay. I was just stoned and was like, dude, I love Reese's Pieces. Oh, okay, Let's fair. try this, you know? All right, that's fair. All right. That's what's funny about when you show your kids, like, the shit you did as a stoner. Like, dad, this is really good. And you're like, no shit, bro. Dude. Try I'm, it with a joint. Uh, <laughs> just wait. Yeah, no. Yeah, just wait. Your flavor palette isn't even developed yet. Dude, you don't even know. Yeah. Well, just wait until you taste cereal. You know, no, you like, be like, right. Oh, you don't like carrots? Wait until you get high. You yeah. Carrots with the ranch. Ranch. Or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Something it, the uh, Lord wait. will grab you. Speaking of the Lord grabbing him, let's do this. this week. Here we go. Shout out to Joey Diaz. It's blue cheese or go fuck oh, him. <laughs> one of my favorite things that was ever said. It is better on a wing. So it is funny where it's like. A thousand percent it is better. Where we live, ranch is like, oh, oh on hey, everything. Give me the right. You're like, dude, blue cheese is actually really good. So much better. I've almost tricked my Mexican wife into like, she thinks that's almost ranch now. Yeah. You slowly just those. been working it. She buys what we call the chicken nuggets because uh, they're boneless wings. But it's usually just gristle. And you're like, dip it in this fucking ranch. But it's blue chunky cheese. Ranch. They can't even tell. It's chunky ranch. No, but. uh Wow. Speaking of wings, big days, Super Bowl tomorrow. No, it's today. We're well, yeah, you know, all right, fair enough. We're we in the morning. The day. We are into the morning, but yeah, it's Super Bowl after we wake up. And uh, hey, I think you pointed out the fact that somebody mentioned that eventually the Super Bowl will take place either on the day of Valentine's Day or after. Just so yeah, right there. They're there, dude. Oh, two years away. They, like, show, you know, oh, on this day or whatever. On this day, like, in January, like, 5th or 6th, it says Green Bay beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's like a wild card weekend. Yeah, it's so crazy how it just keeps stretching out. It keeps getting bigger. It keeps just getting bigger. Yeah. uh, I'm pretty excited for the game. I know there's a lot of... uh, Oh, I got to talk to my brother today because we did my grandpa's 89th birthday. Oh. Shout out, Grandpa. You're killing it. 
Nice. You know, Josh is a big Niners fan. He's like, oh, I'm rooting for Mahomes to just fucking light him up. Fucking just kill him. Just salty. And he was like talking like even if uh, Brock Purdy didn't get hurt, they were going to win that. I was like, uh, you know, I've been there before. When your team gets that close. I mean, I have too, but usually somebody like the they'll let some, some sort guy, of reality will show up. Well, they'll let a guy run wide open who's white and he scores on you. That's usually what happens for the Packers. But I was just like, I feel like even if Purdy was healthy, I think the Eagles find a way to win that game. Yeah, I I I have the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. I've got them. Uh, I think we both want the Eagles to win, but for he was just like, I feel like the Chiefs are pissed off because they've been everyone's been riding them off and since they played Cincinnati or whoever was before that uh no because Jacksonville nobody was like oh Jacksonville's got him so I was just like all right but I'm going for Jalen Hurts because when he says where he came from he's like oh you which oh yeah that's cool and they got fucking Lane Johnson they got no and you got the 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 better Kelsey brother yeah Jason Kelsey let him get one more (laughs) And there's a chance his lady literally starts giving birth while yeah. he's playing in the game. So awesome! Which he's his brother said, "If I win, I'll sign your baby," which was <laughs> hilarious. That would be so funny. But no, I'm uh, I'm I excited for the game. game right? Yeah, like, I think it's going to be kind of high scoring, but I think the Eagles probably have just a more just tougher style of. Well, what I liked is they said it goes to three overtimes, and the way to settle the game is a uh, spelling bee between Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. And Jace goes like, hell yeah, I got this locked up. But honestly, I just hope it's better than whenever the Chiefs played the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks in oh, Tampa. Because yeah, yeah. it was like, oh, man, they he's just, just getting destroyed. Him. So. No, it'll it'll be really interesting. I'm hoping for a uh, for an Eagles win. But, again, I uh, there's no real – Losers, when you get all the way to the Super Bowl, it'll feel like a crushing defeat because I've been there before. I've come up an actual yard short. Oh, man. And uh, nothing hurts more than that. But uh, good luck to everybody. But fly, mother effing Eagles, fly. Well, the best thing is whenever you're like a kid and you first really start rooting for your team and they beat the Patriots and you're like, oh, hell yeah. And then they make it back and it's Brett Favre versus John Elway. And they just have all this sauce on, like, John Elway's never won one. Oh, dude, blah, blah, I was blah. cheering for Elway during that one. Well, dude, lie. it was hard not to be like, oh, yeah, Terrell Davis, oh, he has my all this shit. And then Elway does that fucking tornado hit where he runs it, yeah. gets lit up. Like some, like some varsity blue shit, yeah. Dude, but the best thing was Favre's last pass, interception. <laughs> so I was like, dude, that's the career of Brett Favre right there. Oh, so, man. I'm just, I want to see a good game, but yes, I am. Rooting for the Eagles because, you know, like, Chiefs are, like, they've been in three Super Bowls within the last whatever years. Yeah. Like I feel like uh, Mahomes has a chance to win more. But if I feel like if Hurts gets it this year, it's such a good moment for, like, the fact that everyone's like, oh, he ain't going to do shit. He yeah, can't even no. throw the ball. It's just bullshit because he's a legit guy. Like, no, he was a, if he hadn't had that shoulder injury, I think he would have had a real legit shot at MVP this year. But yes, uh, for sure. Pat Mahomes winning uh, MVP this year. It's going to be a, it's going to be a really good game. We had come really kind of a crazy week with the NBA trade deadline scooping up. We just had news all over the place. The, The deadline, like 
every year for the NBA, it's like, oh, it's this Thursday at 8 p.m. or whatever the fuck just, it is. And they make a whole thing of it. And the fact that we saw Kyrie Irving, you know, traded to Dallas, and then it's like, oh, what else? And then you got Durant going to the Suns, and somebody <laughs> brought up an old tweet of Durant was like, Oh man, I met this girl that I really like. She lives in Phoenix, but I don't. And it was just like people just go dig, get her, King. Yeah, it was just people digging up, going, "Look, this is why he wanted to go to Phoenix or whatever." It's like, man. And then people pointed out the fact that like Dallas is really anti-Semitic. They're like, that's why Kyrie went there. But I think it was bullshit. I'm just no. I absolutely love the trade for. I think that's a fun one Kyrie for Dallas, and right? Luka together. Yeah, because. Like, Luca's really fun just by himself. If you give him another guy that can kind of take a little bit of that load off him, the dude's, like, averaging 48 or 43 within a 15-game period. We're like, geez, Luca's fun. And the fact that he's like, oh, I hear him chirping at me and talking shit. It's just fun. It makes me – and he – he talks shit. He's in uh, Devin Booker's head oh, during yeah. those games. And you know Durant's going to be like, dude, he's in my head too, bro. I'm a pit. <laughs> or not. But, you know, there's just, like, the West got real interesting. The Lakers got better. Yeah, the they Suns get got D'Angelo better. Russell. The, you know, Mike and Dallas Conley. got better, right? Three teams. Yeah, uh, honestly. And the Timberwolves got Mike Conley, which I think will help them at point guard. For me, it was like, you know, LeBron got the scoring thing. And I think what sums it up the best is the picture of fucking uh, Mr. What, who's the guy that was leading ahead of him? Oh, oh, Kareem. Kareem is sitting there, and when he hits that shot, Kareem's face is like, oh, God damn it. Or whatever, yeah, you know, like, and it's like, now I got to go hand this fucking bitch the ball. Yeah, but no. the fact that there was like a 25-minute delay, and the Thunder still won the game. Oh, yeah, because they were sitting there drawing up plays, and they're sitting over there listening to the yeah. speech. It was, uh, it was crazy. And then everyone gave LeBron shit for saying, fuck, I love you guys, thanks. <laughs> it's and so it's great. just like, what, what, like, what do you expect? And my fun, like the thing about him getting that is now that discussion of who's the best. Blah, I don't blah, know. Blah. Charles Barkley had a really good thing the other day. I think I sent it to you where he was yes. just like, I've got him at like seven. And he's like, there's Will, Kareem. You know, you had number one Jordan. You had Will, Kareem. Yeah. Uh, it was like Magic, freaking. Well, and me- then it was like Kobe and then him. And it's yeah. like, you mean, he's like, he's like, that, that has to be good enough. Well, like, I saw one where it was saying, like, Jordan from, like, when they won that first one to when he came back and they won three more and then he retires. Like, from that point to this point, even if he played basketball or baseball, yeah, that's still the best basketball player of all time. I don't care what you say. No, that's most people. And then it was like, okay, you throw LeBron in that era. Okay, yeah, he might be as good, but we already know this guy's there. Yeah. But they're not taking shit away from LeBron. It's just a different game. It's like with yeah. quarterbacks back in the – like, yeah. I get that Brady is the GOAT, greatest of all time. But I feel like if you throw Brady back when Madonna um, – uh, Ma- Hey, Montana. that's Joe Montana. <laughs> Joe Montana You know, played. back yeah. when he was playing, it might be a little different. No, absolutely. you could get your fucking head ripped off by Lawrence Taylor back yeah. then. So, you know – I just, I don't like when they try to compare the two. You really can't compare eras, but, I mean, Michael Jordan's still the greatest thing I've ever seen. I think the only sport where I've heard, like, the best argument for comparing old to new is boxing. Because they're like, 
you got these old boxers. You can't that really. Fit. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, but they fought 15 times a month. Like, they just. Yeah. They also, always, like, didn't graduate from fucking middle yeah, school either. There was just these. Like, they <laughs> fought, like, 100 times before they were 25. Because they needed that money. Exactly. And they didn't make that it's, much money. It's just different. You know what I mean? It's a different, like. You, oh, yeah, I fought 13 times I'm undefeated. And then you fight a guy who's, like, the same age as you, but he has 128 fights. Oh, yeah. It's and just different. It which, is. It's very freaking weird the way just boxing is in general. But Well, I, boxing now, they're just saying it's, like, it's, it's even, very weird. Yeah. But I, I absolutely love the, like, the trade deadline. Definitely made some teams interesting. It'll be fun to see if. I think NBA's trade deadline is always like something cool happens. It's no, not, like, it's always feels a little bit more dull. It's always big names on the move usually around the trade deadline. Sometimes the NFL will come through. Sometimes they yeah. don't. Sometimes they're just because I think uh, McCaffrey was close to the deadline. Yeah, this no, year. and that's yeah. yeah. Now it's there's one or two, but there's like three big names headed in different spots. It makes the West a little bit more interesting. It makes you got, L.A. looks different. Now you got the Mavs, and then you have what? Where yeah, did, you had this. You had the Suns, the Mavs. Yeah, Suns. That's yeah. what it was. So I mean, yeah, there's going to be a lot of intrigue going on. The Lakers got a lot better. You know, Steph Curry's going to be out a few weeks. Here's so. a question: How many more years do we see LeBron out there? I know he said he wants to play on his son's team one time, and the fact that that could happen it is going to happen is fucking crazy. That It'll I don't happen. I don't pick him over Jordan as my favorite no, he's best, the best player, but he's the best athlete. Dude, ever he has the, NBA. the most longevity yeah. of all time. Well, That's him it. and him and uh, Kareem have played the same years. They both played yeah. twenty. So that right there, but Kareem was different. He was a big man. He's just right. No, and he only he only shot and made one three his whole career. Yeah, but LeBron has a chance to like yeah. shoot the tray. Yeah, and he'll play and he'll play for two more years. So it's all good. It'll well, be interesting to see going forward. Our deal is like there's always the discussion: who's better, LeBron or Jordan? I feel like longevity wise, you have to give it to LeBron for what he's done. Yeah, he's playing 20 years and he's still a top 10. Yeah, that's why he's best, the best, best athlete to yeah. ever play the game for sure. If I had to pick who I wanted to take in a draft. I'm going to, like, my first two picks, Jordan, uh, and then you got Steph Curry. That's who I'm taking, you yeah. know? Because then you got, like, a three-point guy, and then you got fucking, hey, I got the flu, but I'm I about th- to dunk on I'm you. I am taking Jordan and Duncan just because Duncan's quiet. Oh, yeah, that, that and, is like, true. And, yeah. dynamic-wise, I think that would work. Oh, but I yeah. bet Jordan would have loved Duncan. He's like, dude, you know, you're a lot like Dennis yeah. Rodman, but your hair's not pink. Yeah, your hair's not pink. You're not out here trying to bring fucking... Hey, and you're turning around, you're turning around 15-footer. Oh, God. fucking bag he shot. He was pretty good at the hook he shot, a, Yeah, he had a guy who, he had a little, you know, his little bank on the elbow. I told you that was my first jersey I ever owned. I was wearing a small... Tim Duncan jersey, and I should have been in an extra large kid. But I was like, hey, you smell that? That's me in my jersey. Oh, yeah, because those didn't breathe at all. There wasn't, like, even the little holes. It was just You just straight. smelled like caca. That's it. Oh, yeah. You smelled like the little, uh, those little packets of, like, stuff that are at the bottom of, like, beef jerky. You smell oh, like that. Oh, That's yeah, what those jerseys smell like, like. Hey, you smell that? It smells like spicy uh, Slim Jims. This is weird. Oh, dear. Snap into a Slim Jim. Well, OKC Thunder right now, right outside of the playoffs. But, I mean, they're getting they're better. Fun. They're, they're fun to watch. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we got the All-Star Weekend coming up next weekend. The fact that you got a guy like John Wall coming out, talking all that shit on Houston, saying, like, 
It's really we yeah, tanking and they sorry as shit. He was like, "There's players on that team that I told if you do this somewhere else, you ain't playing no more." And it was like, "Wow!" Because I know the Thunder weren't supposed to do like a lot, but hey, they're at least like especially with their first round pick out too. Their yeah. number two pick, the so. guy that almost killed me on the highway, old Chet <laughs> Holmgren. Hey, bro, yellow Lamborghini means slow down, dude. Oh, that's fantastic. That'd be funny if it wasn't him. It was like Jeff Bezos out here banging a farmer lady. <laughs> hey, Jeff, slow down. <laughs> slow it down there, Jeffrey. Anyway. Hey, dude, I know we got a gray Amazon location right on I-35. Yeah, come here, do an inspection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's inspecting pussies. Yeah. Your gadgets. Anyway, um, guys, we appreciate you. We'll Enjoy be back. The Super Bowl today. We'll be talking about the Super Bowl. We'll be talking about just probably all the madness that goes along with that. Man, uh, we'll be catching up on a little bit of. Uh, Before we stop, Rihanna's yeah. halftime. What do you say? One out of ten. I'm going to say it's going to be a seven. I think she. Kills I, it. I I think it's easy seven five and eight. We'll yeah. see. You don't know if she's bringing anyone out. You haven't heard any news, so it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be a complete surprise. I feel like Jay-Z does something because there's too many videos of him tapping Denzel Washington, trying to talk to him, and he's giving him the cold shoulder. So you know Jay-Z's got to come on behind Shankara Wash or something because... Yeah, I something think it'll be good. I'm excited for it. Uh, what you say he's doing the Stapleton's doing the uh, national anthem, so okay. he's not going to fuck that up. So uh, it'll be it'll be like goddamn beautiful. Three national anthems where you like tear up. One yeah. of them is Whitney Houston. We're like, OMG, this yeah. is too much. And then the best one is Fergie from. <laughs> I'm just uh, yeah. <laughs> like the fact video. that Jack Black hasn't gotten to do it like in an All Star game or something, fun, right? Because he's awesome. Well, like, but, she did, like, the sultry version, and all the players are looking at her like, what the fuck is happening? They had to, like, nod. The, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa, why is that sexual? Did somebody just throw a stereo in this lady's bathtub? What's going on in there? And yeah, you know, no. the other black eyed peas were like, yo, bitch, we yeah. called you. This bitch is 2000 and late. Anyway, Jeez. but, uh, yeah. We'll be back. We'll talk about all the madness. We'll give our, uh, of course, our reviews, all our we nonsense. Both, we both had the Eagles, so we will yeah. either be happy or sad. And, uh, no, I'm really excited. We'll talk about all the nonsense. We'll uh, catch you up on all the uh, things going on. Don't forget to, like, tell your friends about the Talking Bluntly podcast. Leave us some nice little five-star reviews, a little bit of comments about our beautiful eyes and voice, even though you can't see our eyes. And our wit. Yes, you know, our wit is Talk about to- our wit, our exceptional wit. We appreciate you guys. And Dude, as always, look at Greg's wit and remember to keep on chiefing, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Talking Bluntly podcast. Make sure you rate us five stars on wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, we appreciate you guys listening. And as always, keep on chiefing. Thank you.